1: Welcome to Live, Learn, Love, Lee, the weekly podcast of Bethel Christian Church. I'm Daniel Hodson.
0: Hey, this is Danielle. Thanks for joining us. We are in Proverbs 29 as we look and continue our study on authentic wisdom. Uh, This week, we're going to look at verse 21 and 22. Let's start with 21. It says, Whoever pampers his servant from childhood will in the end find him his heir.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So this verse is very interesting because if you look at it in other translations, it it really it really gives a really different meaning. So it says again, whoever pampers his servant from childhood will in the end find him his heir. That's in the ESV, what, what we've been studying from all year. But in the NIV it says a servant pampered from his youth will turn out to be insolent. The new living says, a servant pampered from childhood will become a rebel. And then the new King James says, he that delicately bringeth up his servant from a child shall have him become his son at length.
1: That's so very different.
0: Yeah, and it's not, like this is not, don't worry. This is not like a Bible has problems with translation thing. What this is, is when you are in translating anything from a language, like the original Bible was not King James. Six, right. That was translated in 1611. Um, so much, you know, Jesus didn't read, or John the Baptist didn't read the King James. But like when you're translating in any language, Translators have choices that they make mm-hmm. with the words, and the word, the verb here in sort of in Hebrew, it to in some it says to pamper or to bring up, but with the the options for that verb, is to indulge, to pamper, and also to bring up and to treat delicately. Mm-hmm. And so translators had to prayerfully think through, um, if it means indulge or pamper and then bring up and treat delicately. And then, um, the word son also in this one has different meanings that could mean like son or progeny, offspring, or one, or like a grief sort of an idea comes with it. And and I think we can consider both of those translations and you know maybe both of them are carrying meaning that's true for us. And so mm-hmm. don't like don't stress or feel like, oh, the Bible's not accurate because it it is. It's just translators make choices with yep. words like like we would have to do in in modern translations anyways. Um, and the the other interesting thing is this verb in this verse and if i'm remembering right from the study it's not used anywhere else in scripture to compare right. it
1: that jumped off to me when i was doing some research on it. it said it's not used anywhere else yeah so they didn't have any context right to to judge their translation against
0: right to so, interpret yeah. scripture with scripture yeah yeah so one interpretation um, that or not interpretation, but one consideration of this in the ESV. Um, or actually, let's start with the NIV. Um, a servant pampered from his youth will turn out to be insolent. Or the NLT, a servant pampered from childhood will become a rebel. Um, so Matthew Henry, one commentator sort of took this approach to it. And I think it was really interesting. It says, "Um, the body is servant to the soul. And those that humor it and are over tender of it will, f- will find it forgets its place. Mm-hmm. So that if we, um, obviously the servant in this analogy is has a lesser place than the master. It should not be in charge. It should not be the heir legally. Mm-hmm. But if we if we pamper, if we give into it, if we um humor it, if we sort of surrender to And in this case, Matthew Henry's um referring to the body and the soul. But if we give in to our body over and over again, then that again eventually becomes the master and the ruler. Mm-hmm.
1: That's interesting. And in all of these translations, it's like self-control and, mm-hmm. you know, not not destiny, but altering the future of a relationship based on attention given. And it's... And so there's consistency across how, uh, across application of the translations. And so there's consistency there, but um, it just makes you you think like, what are you doing today that's going to impact your relationships tomorrow? Mm-hmm. That's going to impact how you view the world down the road. Mm -hmm. how you are setting yourself up for success or for fail for failure Mm -hmm. in in your activities today that's kind of
0: that's really good because i think that that connects to the other translation choice Mm -hmm. but so the other idea is that if you pamper or care or bring up a servant from childhood that it becomes the heir mm-hmm. um, both like you're saying have to do with relationship and consequences and how we tend and steward the things that the lord has given us authority over and the things the lord has given us over maybe you think well i'm not anybody's boss i'm not running a company i'm not <laughs> the head of a ministry i'm mm. not but the lord has given us authority over our own bodies over our homes, over yeah. our possessions, um, over our time, yeah, over the jobs that we do have. And so if we steward them well and love them well, care for them diligently, then it can be something that we leave a legacy with. yeah, um, And our... Our bodies can be one that we use to serve the Lord. Our homes can be one that we can welcome people into and show the kingdom of God our work. It's Even good. if it's not like you feel like, oh gosh, my work's not that important, but it is because it's the work that God has given you to do and we're called to labor and we're called to work. And so I think both ways that the translators look at this, you're right, have to do with the relationship of the things that we have authority over and how we how we tend to that right. and the consequences of those choices.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So let's look at verse in twenty two. Or did you have something else?
0: I'm not sure, but I feel like we're not quite done talking about 21. Okay, so then I guess If we're feeling like there's more there, let's ask another question. So how do we then steward well the things that God has put in our authority so that it doesn't become master over us inappropriately, but yet will lead us to leave a legacy? How do we steward?
1: Well, I think first you have to think about what you do have control over. Mm-hmm. You have control over your response. You have control over your words. Um, oftentimes we think we don't. We're just well, I just said that in anger. Well, you still had mm-hmm. a choice to one respond in anger. Mm-hmm. you had you you're not an automaton that just responds. Mm-hmm. You do have a choice. And so recognizing what you do have control over. And actively submitting that to the Holy Spirit so that you are led, you are Holy Spirit led in those moments. Submitting your time, looking at how you spend your day, you know, how much Mm -hmm. time do you spend scrolling through social media or or reading the news or just watching TV. And not that those are bad, but Mm -hmm. recognizing how you spend your time. So that when you get to the end of the day, you can see how you have spent, invested, or wasted your time. Mm -hmm. Um, Because those three actions, to spend, invest, and waste, will reap fruit in the future. Um, If you spend your time wisely, you'll have more time. Mm -hmm. If you waste your time consistently, you will have less. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So... I think that's one way
0: that's good I think when you you said something that sparked um like a memo mental memo (laughs) in my brain one of my favorite teachers talks about when we're trying to understand a thing that we have to look at the nature the purpose and the propriety of the thing and this maybe sounds a little philosophical but if you look at the nature of a thing so in this case he's talking about a servant what's the nature of a servant What is the, the the nature of a servant is to, was at this time, obviously, like we're not endorsing (laughs) slavery, but at this time was to, was to work, was to meet the needs of the master, the nature, to look at Matthew Henry's, um, idea, the nature of the body is to live and move and eat and rest and work and delight in the life that the Lord has mm-hmm. given us to serve soul. our soul and our yeah. spirit to build the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. right? The nature of the body is not that it should be given everything it desires in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... But yet, like, what is the purpose of that? Right, God has given us this body to be made in His image, partially, with with our soul and our spirit. But, and I'm not trying to get too philosophical. But when we just think about it, like, how how do we how do we steward it? Well, we have to think like, what is this thing? What is this thing made to be? Mm-hmm. What is our car made to be? It's made to be something that transports us places we need to get to, mm-hmm. transports people we love, places we need to get to, not it's not made to be an idol. Right, It's not made to be more important than our kids. So if we pamper our cars, right, okay. then it becomes, not saying an take idol. care of the things that God gave us, but if we pamper it more than right. it's made to be, then it becomes a master yeah. and becomes an idol. If we pamper our jobs that's not what the purpose of the purpose of our job is to have holy work that God has given us to build his kingdom in whatever field you're working in to help provide for us and our families and to build the church and to fund the gospel and to be generous but if we sort of pamper that or give into it um Put it in the wrong place then it can later instead of staying something that works for us become something that we serve and becomes our master in a yeah. bad sense and the relationship
1: you know? gets upside down
0: yeah so all those things are about relationships and i think that's a good question when we are considering how do we steward these things well to ask like what is the nature of this thing what is it supposed to be for mm-hmm. um you know, it's a little higher than we... No, but it's good. I, yeah, it helps me to understand and to think through through things. Um, the next verse is... Um, a man of wrath stirs up strife, and one given to anger causes much transgression. This is much less difficult. Much, yeah, yeah, it's kind
1: of just right on the nose
0: mm-hmm
1: a I'm, man of wrath stirs up strife yep yeah mm-hmm. he does
0: one given to anger causes much transgression that's a cause and effect relationship
1: yeah. just creates it like yikes like there wasn't transgression enter a man of anger mm-hmm. now there is hmm. and so what does he bring in what is in that person's wake transgression strife
0: Mm -hmm. that's good I think it's okay if we don't that if we don't spend a ton of time contemplating this one because that first first took longer but thank you for like talking now and wrestling through and digging with me through questions so we could Mm -hmm. because I feel encouraged and challenged to consider things and how I'm stewarding them
1: yeah absolutely pray. Let's pray. God, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you that through your Holy Spirit, we can appropriately approach the things that we have control over. Uh, time, talents, resources, words, and God help us to, by your Holy Spirit, do well with those so that we can reap good fruit through those. We thank you for this new week. We give it to you. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you for joining us today. For more information, visit us at BethelChristian-MI.org or find us on social media. To stay updated on upcoming episodes, please consider subscribing to the podcast. We pray you will be empowered to live, learn, love, and lead in the power and love of Christ.